So it is November 4th right now, and we are awaiting the election results. And the first word I thought of was, I've got the spilkis. Is that what it is? Oh, wow. Am I saying that right? And I'm and I'm spitzing. Oh, I'm so <laughs> upset. So you're you have the spilkus and I'm spitzing. Yeah. So for those that don't know, spilkus means ants in your pants, and schwitzing means sweating. Yeah, sweating. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, sweating literally, and, and it's also used uh, not so literally, too. But in this case, it's quite literal. Oh, boy, I've been spitzing all night. <laughs> yeah. I uh, I just haven't been able to sleep. Yeah, this is, um, yeah, it's, it's uh, a common thing right now with uh, most people. It's a wonderful article. I, I don't know where it is. Uh, about how <clears throat> unsettled we all are. We we can't sleep. It's hard to um, to relax. And it's uh, it's my friend who called me from Santa Fe, New Mexico, said that, uh, and she's a you know heavy reader, and she said she can't read. I mean, she can't concentrate. Um, and it seems to. Uh, it seems to have a similar effect on on everyone. I mean, it's it's like a like a shadow. It just uh, the whole situation is is so unsettling, and it's uh, I'm still feeling it today. So um, yeah. So where, how else can this be used? This is one of my favorite words to say when I'm kvetching. And I, you can say it if you're feeling too hot, you want someone to turn the heat off, you can say, oh my gosh, I'm schwitzing in here. Can you turn the heat down? Or this would have been a better one to do over the summer when you're in somewhere with no air conditioning. You could say, oh, open a window, I'm schwitzing, it's so hot. Yeah, but the interesting thing about that word is that... Um it has a physical aspect and also a psychological one. When you're upset, you schwitz psychologically. You know, you can say, I'm schwitz. Well, we're, we're, I'm certainly schwitzing about the, uh, the results of this um, election. Right, yeah. You know, I'm still schwitzing. You can say it psychologically and physically. It's it's an awfully good word. Yeah, so this and is another good one to say when you're nervous about something. You can say you're schwitzing. Yeah, well, particularly if you let's say if you have to take an exam, you know, in school, you can also uh, be find uh, yourself in the company of a person who puts a lot of pressure on you. I mean, it could be a member of your family or a friend who's putting pressure on you. And you say, you know, you may say to yourself or you say to the person, you're making me schwitz. 
you can apply it as pressure. Welcome back to another episode of Yiddish and Chill with your hosts, Rebecca and Blanche. These are quarantine coffee talk conversations where we're going to break down one Yiddish word of the day. So recently the show Borat came out. Have you ever seen that? Which show is that? Borat, the movie, the second movie. Oh, Borat. Borat. B-O-R-A-T. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I don't know how you pronounce it, but I call, I say Borat. Oh, I always I pronounce it Borat. <laughs> Borat? What do you say, Borat? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's how you pronounce it? Maybe you're right. I have no idea. I mean, maybe you're right. Um, no, I, he's on Prime uh, Prime TV, and I don't have that. I wish I could see it because... Um, uh, you know, I'm sure it's very good. I heard it is. So in this movie, I didn't realize until watching it this time around, he's pretending to speak this language, Kazakh, or from Kazakhstan. He's actually yeah. speaking Hebrew. You're kidding. How do you know it's Hebrew? Well, first of all, I could recognize it from listening to it. And second of all, I read an article that it... It was Hebrew. Oh, how interesting. And in the show, he has a daughter, and the daughter calls him Tati, which is Yiddish for daddy. Wow. Well, I knew he was Jewish. I mean, there was no question about that. But I didn't know he spoke Hebrew. Yeah, his mom is Israeli. Oh, well, that's probably why. That's probably why. Yeah, he's a, he's a very, um, he does things at, at long intervals. I mean, he's not, uh, you know, on TV or he doesn't make movies one after the other. It's like several years in between. I have a funny story. When I was in Hebrew school and the first Borat movie came out, I got in an argument with my rabbi because I said Sasha Baron Cohen is the funniest Jewish comedian. And he sat me down and he was like, Rebecca, there are so many other Jewish comedians. <laughs> it's like, there's Jerry Seinfeld. He's like listing off all these other comedians. He's like, I can't believe that you think Sasha Baron Cohen is the greatest of all time. <laughs> Well, it just it just proves what good taste you have, Rebecca. Um, that was Rabbi. Really, I mean, now you were very young then. I mean, this was you were very young. I mean, really, that's quite a um, commended for having such good taste at such an early age. Wow! I don't know if I you would call were able it good to separate taste, but... the wheat from the chaff. I'm very impressed. You were, you were... Uh, the rabbi was not you, impressed. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing that at that, you know, as young as you were, that you were able to uh, differentiate um, something that's authentic. That's wonderful. Wow. I have 
Speaking of Hebrew school, I have a friend from Hebrew school that always used to say, I'm schwitzing like a horse's tuchus in here. Oh, my God. <laughs> I've, never, I've never heard that analogy. Wow. I mean, why is a horse's behind? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was just a saying. You've never heard that? Oh, I never, I never heard that. You actually heard someone say that? Yeah, he, he always used to say that. I thought it was so funny. Oh, my God, that's very strange. I, I, can't, I don't see the relationship of a horse. I mean, why <laughs> should it be a horse? I would think you would say a, a pig or a donkey or... Yeah, oh, I feel like funny. donkey would be better, but... yeah. The horse somehow doesn't seem to uh, ring a bell. (laughs) So Tuchis is rear end, right? Yeah, but we're not (laughs) going to use that word. Just explaining explaining what it means. (laughs) We're such genteel people, we don't use that word, right? Right, right, right. (laughs) We don't say Tuchis, we say, well... The real word, ass, but that's a donkey. We don't <laughs> refer to it <laughs> in any in You're, any other context. In any other context, really, right? I guess you could just say behind then, since we're yeah, such polite. Right, right. Yeah, we're such <laughs> genteel people. <laughs> we're such genteel people that we do yoga with uh, with goats. I mean, we have a connection with animals that was a wonderful experience now that's a i don't good know point. why i'm connecting a horse with, <laughs> horse with a goat. that we're talking about animals but that was a wonderful experience uh doing yoga with the goats i yes, loved it blanche and i uh last summer we were super trendy and we got our schwitz on doing goat yoga in connecticut <laughs> and they were the sweetest things, weren't they? Goats, yeah. They're very, they're very mild, aren't they? Oh, yeah. I mean, I would say the experience of goat yoga was 95% just playing with the goats and 5% trying to follow along the yeah, yoga. <laughs> you're right. You're right. I mean, I saw everybody just uh, hold, you know, putting the goats in their lap and patting them. They weren't doing yoga at all. I don't. I couldn't. I could never. I mean, I don't. I didn't get the connection. How did this all start? I mean, where did it come from? I mean, I don't get the connection. Yeah. I mean, it was a lovely experience, but um, but I don't get the connection because there wasn't much yoga involved. <laughs> But it was a great experience. I hope one day we can, when all of this virus business is over, that we can do something delightful like that again. Oh, yeah, that would be fun. Yeah, or a paint class. That was fun, too. Yeah, 